From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Wednesday, October 12th, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. Today is the first day for early voting, in person and by mail, for the November election. ONN's Tracy Townsend has more. In-person voting Board of Elections offices are open at 8. They close at 5 in the evening this week. The week before Election Day, polls will stay open later until 7. They'll also be open various hours that weekend into Monday. Voters planning to cast a ballot by mail must request one by noon on November 5th. I'm Tracy Townsend. The State Board of Education is set to vote today on a controversial resolution that would reject President Biden's amendment to expand Title IX to protect transgender students. ONN's Ashley Bornanson reports. The resolution would require districts to inform parents when the child wants to be identified by another name, pronoun, or other matters relating to their gender identity. It would also ban transgender women from joining women's sports teams. Those in support of Title IX say this could cause a lot of mental health problems for transgender students by not expanding that federal protection for them. Those that want this resolution to pass say that they fear that they could be accused of sex-based discrimination. I'm Ashley Bornanson in Columbus. Cleveland City Council has approved by unanimous vote a resolution to ban the practice of conversion therapy for children in the community. ONN's Dave James has more. The measure makes it illegal for mental health professionals in Cleveland to take part in sexual orientation, gender identity, or expression change efforts with a minor without regard to whether that professional is compensated for his or her services. Conversion therapy has most often been used against members of the LGBTQ plus community as part of efforts to change their sexual inclinations. It's been widely condemned by health professionals who call it harmful and pseudoscientific. Dave James, ONN News. 20 states have banned conversion therapy. Ohio has not. Nine other Ohio cities have conversion therapy bans. Athens, Cincinnati, Cleveland Heights, Columbus, Dayton, Kent, Lakewood, Reynoldsburg, and Toledo. A 71-year-old Toledo woman died in a gruesome way earlier this month, apparently at the hands of her son. ONN's Jeff Smith explains. A man accused of killing his mother has been indicted for murder. According to court documents, 31-year-old Travis Luton choked his mother in a South Toledo home. When she stopped breathing, Luton is accused of taking her body down a ravine and setting her on fire. He is being held on a million-dollar bond. I'm Jeff Smith. A 15-year-old girl was shot and killed in a Columbus park on Monday afternoon. This comes as police have made efforts to secure several parks in the capital city that have been locations for shootings this year. ONN's Angela Ann has the story. Lovely Kendricks was shot and killed Monday in Franklin Park. Police say the park was not included in the city's efforts to add more cameras and lights because crime there wasn't really seen as a problem. The cameras are mobile, and Councilmember Emmanuel Remy now says they are working toward a master plan for permanently installing cameras in the parks. We'll work closely with the division of police, our chief of police and assistant chief, to determine what the next steps are to make sure everybody feels safe. I'm Angela Ann. A threat forced lockdowns yesterday at a high school and junior high in the Columbus suburb of Pickerington. And there are extra patrols today. 
The Fairfield County Sheriff says a teenager made a threat on social media and was arrested. Amy Klinger from the Educators School Safety Network says schools must plan for these situations because panic is often the goal. The reason these occur is because they create chaos and anxiety. And the more we can anticipate it, the more we can plan ahead, the more effective the response is going to be and the more those threats will start to drop. Klinger says every school should have a communication plan in place. In addition to its plants in Marysville, East Liberty, and Anna, Honda just announced a huge new investment in Ohio with plans to build a multi-billion dollar project in Fayette County. It's part of the company's plan to make our state a hub for electric vehicle production. ONN's Richard Solomon has the story, including reaction from residents in Jeffersonville, where the new plant will be built. In the small town of Jeffersonville, the loudest thing you'll hear is Todd Beard's hedge trimmers. But soon, a huge neighbor will move into Fayette County. Honda and LG Energy Solutions will build a projected $4.4 billion battery plant, bringing with it 2,200 jobs. Beard says that's too much change too fast. Exactly. Exactly. Don't don't come into a small town and try to change things up. However, Dan Maxey. Oh, yeah. You are. I'm ready for something. You know, we need. Feels differently. Things to go instead of being shipped over to China or overseas. Maxey has lived in Jeffersonville for the last 50 years. He says the town he loves needs something new. Pointing in Fayette County, Richard Solomon. Yesterday's announcement by Honda that it plans to invest billions of dollars into Ohio is just the latest in a series of high-profile business developments in the state recently. ONN's Yolanda Harris has more. This is one of three major investments announced in Ohio this year. In January, Intel announced its $20 billion project involving two chip plants in New Albany. Then in June, Ford announced a $1.5 billion investment in Avon Lake, that's in Northeast Ohio, expanding its facilities for electric vehicle production. I'm Yolanda Harris. Cleanup continues at the site of a massive train derailment in Sandusky. ONN's Amanda Fay in Toledo has the story. The Campbell Street rail crossing is now fully reopened, leaving only the Columbus Avenue underpass closed for now. Now, this happened Saturday afternoon when multiple rail cars spilled over the overpass and onto the road. The Norfolk Southern train was hauling non-toxic liquid paraffin wax at the time. No one was hurt, and there's no word yet on what caused that derailment. I'm Amanda Fay. After the COVID-19 pandemic caused a drop in travel in 2020, tourism in Northeast Ohio bounced back in 2021. Destination Cleveland, the destination marketing and management organization for Cuyahoga County, released its statistics for the 2021 calendar year, reporting 16.1 million visits, marking a 17% increase from 2020, which resulted in a $9.3 billion economic impact. The county's numbers come one year after Destination Cleveland reported a 30% drop in visits amid the COVID-19 pandemic. Cuyahoga County's increase in visitors was higher than the state of Ohio's 9% rebound, but still trailed the U.S.'s domestic visitation growth rate of 28%. And the Cleveland Guardians dropped their opener to the New York Yankees last night in the best-of-five American League Division Series. ONN's Dom Tiberi has more. Third inning, Cleveland jumping out. Stephen Kwan says, take this. That is a bomb to right field. Solo homer and the Guardians led one to nothing. But they couldn't hold the lead. The Yankees come back to score four unanswered runs, including this two-run shot from Anthony Rizzo. Yankees went four to one. Game two is in New York.
on Thursday. I'm Dom Tiberi. Special thanks to our affiliates, WBNS-TV in Columbus, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.